This podcast is completely free of charge. However, if you are enjoying it, we would ask you to leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to buy us a coffee, the details are in the show notes. Croeso i yma maedreigiau. Welcome to Here Be Dragons. Gyda cyfarwydd Cymru, with the storyteller of Wales, Professor Llysau. My story have you and a cisneg. Today's story is in English. All of these stories are 100% true, for a given value of true. The Washer at the Ford Water is a strange thing in Wales. Not just here. In most Celtic countries, water is treated with a wariness. In Ireland, Scotland, Brittany, Cornwall, it is seen as a doorway to another world, not just an element in its own right. We've already heard about fairies coming through from other worlds into this one through the water of lakes, and there are all manner of strange creatures that inhabit it. Not just the Avanks we've heard about, but other stranger spirits too, and not just the lakes. Every river seems to have a spirit of its own. But perhaps the strangest is the Kahuraith, the washerwomen. Hideous female spirits and related to the Banshees. Serving a very similar purpose. They were great harbingers of death. If you were to see one, oh, you were in trouble. But to hear one wailing out your name or one of your relatives was even worse. And if a great battle was coming up, there might be too many names to wail. So then they would see them washing the clothes of the dead in the river. Washing the blood from them. Of course, we shouldn't expect all of these spirits to be the same. Even in the spirit world, each one is an individual. And so, this particular story concerns one of these strange washes at the fort that seem to be unlike any of the others. And how a hero knight came and rescued her. Irien Ap Coil, that's Irien son of Coil, was a knight, and a prince of course. His father was Coil, or Cole. Have you ever heard that old nursery rhyme? Old King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he? Well, that's him, King Cole. He was king of Freget, which runs, ooh, between the Firth of Forth and Catterick. If you ever are chancing to travel up the M6 and stop off at T-Bay services, you'll find that that's slap bang in the middle of Old Reged. But that's not the important part right now. What we need to focus on is Irien. Now he was a knight, and as most young knights are, he wanted to prove himself. And they had a lot of competition in those days, from Gawain, and his green knight, Peretir and his 101 quests, and of course Kai the Reliable, who rescued Anglesey from the Carth Palig, an enormous and dangerous cat. So Irien set out to prove himself, 
and where better to come than to find King Arthur in his court at Camelot, or Caerleon in Welsh. In his journey down from the Old North, he had to cross the River Dee, and one of the best places to do it was near Chester. So he did so, and found himself travelling downwards through Wales. Now he wasn't alone on his journey, he found many people who were heading in a similar direction, and travellers used to band together in those days for safety. So it came to pass that they camped one night, not far from a river. It was a place that was known to his travelling companions, but clearly not known to him. It therefore came as no surprise to Irian's travelling companions, that in the wee small hours, the dogs in their party began to growl and bark. Irian was straight out of his cot, he was there ready with his sword in hand, expecting bandits. But the companions were quick to calm and reassure him. This is a strange country, they said. Not all of the island of Britain is as yet calmed and controlled. The dogs bark for there is a washer at this ford. One who will predict death if we are not careful. Best to steer clear and stay away as we have learned to do. For if we are going to our great reward, the last thing we want is the certainty of it. For it is hope that keeps us going. This may have worked with most other people, but Irian, remember, was young and cocky and out to prove himself. And so as he lay back in his cot, he began to think to himself, what if he were to destroy this beast, this strange washer that foretold deaths? Would that mean that the people would have longer to live? And as these strange thoughts turned around in his head, he determined to find this creature and what it was like. So he picked up his sword and snuck out of the camp in the direction which the dogs were barking. As he crept through the dark night forest, Irian prepared himself for what he might see. He had heard that these creatures were hideous. Lank, green hair, greenish, greyish skin that was pulled tight over the bones. Long arms, too long for a person, so they could reach down deep into the water to do their washing. And an open mouth with horrible teeth from which the wailing would come. He approached the ford slowly, and he could hear the washing going on, splashing in the water. He drew closer and broke the line of the trees. He was approaching the creature from behind. He could see the long, dark hair hanging behind it, lank and horrible. He raised his sword up above his head, and at that moment he must have made the tiniest sound, for the creature turned round and raised up its arms to shield itself, the look of fear on its face. And that's when Irian had a moment, what we call an epiphany. He saw this poor wretched creature and realised it wasn't its fault that it was cursed to do this job. It certainly didn't look like it was enjoying it. 
and so he lowered his sword and took a step back. The creature still had its arms raised in front of its face so it did not see this. Arian placed his sword on the floor with a clatter. The creature risked looking over its arms. It was hideous. But Irian could not help but feel sorry for it. Its huge yellow eyes were rimmed with tears. Surely, thought Irian, any creature that weeps this bitterly cannot be all bad. And as the creature sobbed and wailed, Irian remembered he had brought a blanket from his cot wrapped round his shoulders to keep him warm in the night. He took it off and wrapped it gently around the shoulders of the beast. It seemed to calm it a little bit. Then Irian sat down next to it, next to the river, trailing his feet in the cold water, and put his arm around its shoulder. And there he sat with it until morning. Irian blinked, realised he must have dropped off at some point. Oh, he was stiff and his feet were bitterly cold from hanging in the river for so long. Then he remembered what he'd been doing. He took a deep breath and turned towards the creature. But it was gone. The hideous beast he had cuddled up to last night had disappeared. And this place was a beautiful woman. Who... Who are you? said Irian. I am Modron, of the realm of Avashon, another world for I have been cursed to sit here at this forge until I were to meet a Christian man who would take pity upon me and be as a husband to me for a while at least. Husband? said Irian. He wasn't sure if he was ready yet for that level of commitment. Stay with me but one night more, and we shall both be blessed and rewarded. Well, what could Irian do? It was only polite to stay another day with this beautiful girl from another world. After all, she must be traumatised after her long cursing. So the following morning he made ready to leave once more. But she bade him to visit her again in one year and a day. And he promised to do so on his honour as a knight. Well, what a long year that was. It seemed to be longer than year. It seemed to be three or four years, five or six, seven or eight. It just seemed to go on and on. But eventually the time came past. And Irian was back at that forward in a year and a day's time. And there to meet him was his one-time wife, Motran. And in her arms were two beautiful babies, a boy and a girl. This is the last path to lift my curse, she told Irian. I must give you these two beautiful children. They are yours now. Take good care of them. The girl is called Morvith, 
and the boy is called Owain. They both will do you proud. But what about you? Will, will you not come with me? Will you not return and be my bride once more? No. I am a creature of another land, another world entirely. And my people are waiting for me there. I have missed them so much. I must return. And before he knew it, Irien was alone holding two babies, with no other sound but the babbling of the river as it crossed the ford. So Irien went home with his two beautiful children. And they both grew up happy and strong as had been promised. And a washer has never been seen at that ford again. Mi fydd ein stori nesaf yn y Gymraeg. Our next story will be in Welsh. Am fwy o wybodaeth ac ebookiannu, ewch at cyfarwydd.cymru. For more information and to book us, go to cyfarwydd.cymru. Thank you.